Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkington here for the latest Courageous Conversation podcast. And with me, I have got Lisa B. Lisa B, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I don't even know your last name. Don't you? No. Well, it was Lisa Brown, but that was my, because it's a long story, but I've been married twice. Oh, really? <laughs> so this was, Brown is like my first married name. Because my business name was always Lisa Brown. That's what I had my real estate business in. And that's who I, I was that longer than what I was um, my maiden name. So that's who I kind of identified with. You know, you yep. kind of get a personality. Yeah, yeah. That was my business person name, you know. Yeah. And I really couldn't go back to Brown because it was my first husband's name. <laughs> that. That's not good karma. No. So, but anyway, Lisa B. So that's what it is. Oh, that I makes still, sense. I thought it must have been a really long, unpronounceable name, but no, not no, at all. no, okay, no. Makes... It's not not too exciting. But and, and that's that's the hard thing when you get married and and whatever, and you're changing your name when you're female. It's like you've built up massive profile oh, online oh. and things like that. So yeah, I didn't. I never changed my name. Um, so yeah. Pilkington's my maiden name. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, yeah. No, Lisa B is mine for life now. I'm not It's yours for life, yeah. yeah that is my cool. adult name. That is my adult name. So we all know you from your social media profile. You've got a massive social media profile, which we'll come to in a second. But tell me, what is your real estate journey? You said you had a real estate business. Yeah. Um. So tell me about that business and how long ago you kind of jumped out of it. So I started real estate in my 20s and um, and. I started working for somebody and then his wife passed away and I was only there a short time and she passed away suddenly of an aneurysm. And so I was in my early 20s and I'd only been in real estate, it was under a year. And he came in and said, did I want to buy the business? And I was like, sure, why not? You know, I know nothing, but yeah, why not? So I thought this is just a major opportunity and I can't not you know, I can't How not take it. How brave is that? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, did you not? Did you not second? I mean, I've just bought. Um, I've just bought the business, or I'm one of the people that have just bought the business that I've been running for 25 I years. I saw let me, that. Let me tell you, I had major anxiety making that decision. So, how did you go about making such a big decision so young and so inexperienced? <laughs> to me, I mean, I always say, "What's the worst thing that could happen?" And you could go be, broke. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I was starting off anyway, so it wasn't like I had a lot to lose anyway. And I thought this has only got the upside. And I'm the type of person, like you know, and back in real estate 30 years ago, there was it was mainly male dominated where I was, and a lot of them were like, "You'll fail," and I'm like, "Really? Bring it on!" Yeah, exactly. So that that actually motivated me so much more. You know, not only did I have to prove to myself, I had to prove to all of you know all of those guys as well. Yeah, and that really motivated me. And it was like, well, I'm not going to fail. I'm just not going to. You know, I, I had a public service job and. You know, I sort of, I I put that on hold while I joined real estate and then it was like, well, you know what? I need to burn my bridges. I need to make it that I can't go back to that. No cushy. plan B. Yep. No, I can't. I need to burn my bridges and I need to put every piece of energy into this that I'm not thinking, oh, well, I could go back if it doesn't work. It had yeah. to be, no, it's going to work and, and, you know, just had to do it. So I did that and then had a, an office in Wollongong and then I've had offices in Sydney as well in Mossman. So I went okay. from a housing commission area to like one of the highest priced areas in Sydney, yeah. different demographics and everything. So oh, that, a was another, bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was another courageous decision. It was that like, was a very courageous. So what was, um, what was the motivation? 
Um, I guess it was just doing something different. You know, it was like, what what would it be like in that area and, and can I do it, you know? It, and it was like just another challenge. I'd, I'd sort of done everything that I wanted to do down in Wollongong. It was just another challenge. So, yeah. and then from that, I used social media a lot because, you know, we opened in an area where there was a real estate office there that had been there a hundred years and we opened and it was like, well, who are you? You know, we don't know you. And then that's when I developed, I went, you know what, I need to look like I've been here a hundred years, you know? And that's when I was like, I need to get into social and you know I was probably one of the first to do a lot of I was video say, marketing. How long ago was that? That was um 13, 14 years ago. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So I there had, wasn't a lot of social no, no, and not a lot of video marketing. I did everything video marketing. I would sit there and go, what else can I do with video? What else can I do with video? You know, like company videos, testimonial videos, um, you know, every single thing, prospecting with videos, um, you know, every single thing you can possibly do with videos I did because I had to have a point of difference and I had to look futuristic and I had to look and I had to be everywhere and I had to do all of that. And then that's how I, be, I, I came into training because people would say, well, how do you do that? What do you do with that? You know, and then it was like, can I just pick your brain for a minute and it's like well I can tell you that but there's other things so much more so then I developed online courses and stuff like that so that's how that all started so you know it's everything in my career has gone from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing you know you know how you kind of get guided along yeah but of you know yeah and then here I am and all that experience I've had you know I, I can pass on to other agents and all that sort of thing so and so were you doing the training whilst you were still whilst yes. you still had your business at Moss, yes. in Mossman, and yes. then what made you decide to just give that up and and start I, training and stuff full time? I read a little book called The Four Hour Work Week. And oh I, yes, a little I went, book. That's a big fat book. I know. I went. You know what? I'm doing that. I want to be able to work wherever I am in the world. I love and that concept. So that's what I did. I've set my whole business up and still moving forward. It's like wherever I am, I don't have to be in a physical office. And because, you know, I'd I'd had physical offices for like, I don't know, do the math, I don't know, 17 years or whatever or more than that, um, it was like, you know, I felt like I was chained to the office all the time and I thought, you know, I've been there, done that when all of my friends are travelling and, you know, all of that sort of thing and I went, no, it's my time now. I'm going to develop a different business model. And so everything is always about that I can do it wherever I am in the world. So that's my main driver. Mm, that's amazing. So what do you do now? Um, so now um, I do, well, I've joined the brand DXP. So um, that's helping people um, kind of open up their own their own agency. And is that, is, that's really about um, recruiting people into AXP or yes, are you selling yes. for AXP as well? No, 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 recruiting people into recruiting. AXP. Yep. Yeah, okay. so just, yep. just different, you know, different options, different models, yeah. that sort of thing. So um, doing that, um, still doing a lot of the back-end resources like, you know, books for people, you know, if people want to publish a book or something like that, I still help that. I love doing I love doing books for people um, and we do sort of other things like podcasts and things like that as well, graphic design work. So kind of it's just solutions. And as I said, everything yeah. that, that I do has become a, a product of what I've done before. It's like, oh, how do you do that? You know, can I do that too? And it's like, oh, you're sure, you know, so it just becomes yeah. another you know, another thing in your arsenal. <laughs> and is that how the book started? Did you write a book for yourself first? No, I was asked to go into a, um, a compilation book and from oh, that yeah. I saw uh, just the benefits of it and, and how much that positioned me as the expert and all that sort of thing. And that was right when I opened up the office in Mossman yeah. and it was like I saw the, the credibility, I saw the, you know, the uh, just the, the attention that got and I was like, wow, I want to do this, you know. So then... 
Um, so then I've I've got. Um, I like that one. Banish banish the bitch. Banish the bitch bring and bring out the babe. Out that was all babe. about masculine and feminine energy, which I think okay. is a massive. You know, that was something that I struggled with a, a lot. Um, Why? I was very uh, well. I was very much um, masculine in my energy. You know, just from running my offices and all that sure. sort of thing, and and that's all I focused on was like work. It was like that's it. You know. Um, and I just wasn't happy, you know, it was just, mm-hmm. it was all about work 100% and nothing, you know, no me time, nothing, you know, yep. if I wasn't at work, <laughs> I was reading a book on work, you know. I know what and, that's like. Yeah. And, you know, and I didn't know how to switch off. I really no. didn't, you know, I didn't, I'd be in the movies watching a movie going, you know, I really should be at home or I should be, you know, reading a book. Or, or I should sending be- an email to yourself because yes. you just thought of an idea or something that you haven't done. <laughs> I know. Oh, I could not switch off. And now yeah. I've mastered that. And, and it was something how? that. How did you do that? Well, I don't know. I guess I've just kind of developed. I, I don't want to go back to the way I was. You know, I, and so that is a big, you know, a big factor. It's like, I'm not going there again. You know, I kind of went to, I was very all about work to nothing about work to balance. (laughs) That's how I had to do it. I had to, I had to like, I had to get away from it and stop. And I had to then reintroduce and, and set boundaries for myself, which I was very, you know, still I struggle with that sometimes, but I had to set boundaries that no, this is my work time and whatever. And and obviously, you know, things come up and, you know, if if you're enjoying it, it doesn't seem so much like work too, but, you know, and, and I think having a child helps that too. You know, you sort of, you have to switch off and you have to do different things. And so I think I've just learned to manage my time better and, and boundaries and all that sort of thing. But it was something, you know, if I didn't change, I would have died of a stress related disease. Like oh, I really okay. would have, yeah, yeah, okay. honestly, I would have. Um, it was it was to the point where it was, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's really that you know a way thing that I'm not going back there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you wrote. You were part of a compilation, and then you wrote your own book. Yes. Yeah, so I wrote. You wrote. So that was Banish the Bitch and Bring oh, Out the Babe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then from that, my son said, I wish I could do a book. And I went. I, I was going to hey. ask you about that. I noticed that Max has got a um, uh, has got a book on your website. Yes. Awesome. So, so what happened was um, my mum and dad died 13 years ago, um, both of cancer within three months of each other. Oh, and my mum wrote that poem um, for all of my nieces and nephews 25, 30 years ago. And on her deathbed, I promised her that I would publish it for her. Then when I did my book and Max said, I wish I could do a book, I went, you know what? You're going to do grandma's book and I'll put your name on it. So like, cause he, they they died before he was born. So to me, that's like the little legacy joining them together. And I had like a little caricature of mum done and him done. And that's in the book. So it's like a photo of them together. So it's something that, you know, that's beautiful. Yeah. So it's kind of like a bit of a legacy from mum that connects Max to that. So so out of that, I, I created him a website. I created, I gave him a bunch of books and I said, okay, this is your business. If you want to run with this, you can. You can sell these books, 10 bucks a book. You can go and you can sell them and whatever. So he did it for a while, but then it sort of dropped off. But, you know, I said to him now, I can create your business in five minutes. You you want to write a book? You do it. I can publish it for you. So he had three friends over here the other day. I said to them, seriously, guys, you know, you've got the biggest opportunity. You, you get together. You put a book, you know, book idea together. I will help you do it. I can create a business for you. You just tell me. And so they were like, mm, okay. So I'm working on them. yeah yeah so it's pretty cool pretty cool they don't realize the opportunity yet but they will and especially once all the girls come along because they're only 13 so once they go you know like 
the attention of girls, it, I think that'll change too. <laughs> yeah, probably. It can be all over for some of them. I think the I attention of girls, right? Exactly. Um, and so how many books have you written? Um, so that was that. And then I did Secret Agents, which is all about online marketing and, and social media and all the stuff that I did in my real estate office, as well as, you know, different things like, um, you know, video marketing, as I said. Yeah. And then I did two compilation books with um, real estate agents as well, knowing that, you know, what yeah, it did for you. me. Yeah. Um, you know, so then um, I did the two compilation books for other agents as well. And we did some where they were on the front cover and all that sort of thing as well. So oh, things- I saw, yeah, I saw some of those. So how, yeah. how do you... Get, go about getting someone to write a book? Well, for the compilation book, it's easier because it's only like a sure. story, you know, it's only, it might only be. Even I can do that bit. Yeah, yeah. it's easy. So, and yeah. some of them, some of them were like, oh, look, I don't have time. I want to go in it, but whatever. So even some of them, I did it when they're on the phone, you know, yeah. um, or I just got them to speak it out and then I I kind of formulated it and I wrote it for them, for some yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's easier when it's just a, a story. You know, a whole book is hard to try and get somebody to do. Compilation books are easy. However, they are a lot more work because you've got to, you know, sort of coordinate 20 or 30 different people and then they change offices and then they want things changed and, you know, whatever. So you try and make it as yep. generic as possible that it, it won't change, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. But, yeah, so it's it's a little bit more difficult to do, yeah. And so how did you work out how to self-publish? Um, a, a lady, oh, actually, the lady that I was in, the Real Estate Millionaire, she uh, coached me through oh. Fiona Jones. She was amazing. Yeah. So, you know, I just said to her, this is what I'd like to do. And she's like, yep, no, do this, 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 and coach me through. And then from then I, I sort of knew what to do uh, for the rest of them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. It's amazing what a book does. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, you are um, absolutely prolific on social media. Why? Um, I guess, again, I see what it's done for me, you know, what it did for me 14, 15 years ago, whatever, you know, when, when the internet first came out as well. Um, just the opportunities that it's that it's open for me, the doors that it's opened. Um, I get to have a voice about different things and not everybody likes to hear my voice and, you know, whatever. And, and you know, everybody's got a different opinion. Um, and so that's a really important point because I know you and I um, sort of had a little bit of a conversation over social media a few months back when you first actually got involved in AXP and somebody on your um, on your group was really having a go at you about mm. the conversation you were having and you're like, um, it's my group. Yeah, I'm going exactly. to have whatever <laughs> conversation I want to have. Exactly. So, yeah. Do you, and- does that happen a lot? Yes, and then I got called. It was a communist group and all this sort of stuff, and you know, like I was the um, I can't remember what I got called, but there was a whole lot of people that were saying it wasn't just one. But you know, now I've learnt to just block and move on. And if people if people are, are angry at me about it or they're you know whatever, um, you know, I I just choose not to have it. You know, and and there's different thoughts. People say you know yeah. you really should let people you know discuss different things, but not if it upsets you. If it gets to the point where I'm upset. Yeah. Or I'm angry or I just I just don't feel that they're a benefit in my life, then I need to just block and move on. You know, yeah. I really do. If you don't value the person, don't value the feedback. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. If you, and, and that's exactly what I say. You know, if, if I wouldn't go to them for advice, why would I take their criticism? So yeah. it's like if, um, if, if they're not enhancing my life, then I'm just better off without them. And I know they still carry on and whatever, whatever. At least I don't see it now. So that's fine. Yeah. yeah. So you literally <laughs> just block them from your group? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I was having this conversation with my sister who um, who owns a business and she's a property manager and and somebody put on a um, on a community page that she was a psychopath uh, and she must be a very sad, lonely person because she doesn't have children. Um, oh, are you serious? Yeah, because um, she it was a, a disgruntled tenant um, that my sister had gone in and and. Um, the person claimed that she barged into the room of a sleeping child and didn't care. And anybody who knows my sister knows that there's absolutely no way in the world she would ever do that. But she got really upset about it and she said, what do I do? Do I engage or do I ignore it? And I said, well, given the time of night, it was like 9.30 at night, they've probably got a few wines under their belt. Um, you can't reason, you know, I mean, I'm making an assumption, but when people make these really wild, outlandish claims later in the night, you sort of think, yeah, maybe. If it's fueled. Yeah, maybe best leave it. Yes. Rather than engage. Every situation is different. Like if it's my page, I can block. I've got the power to do that. Um, Or I, you know, if I see it somewhere else, you know, say it's it's a negative comment somewhere else, then generally I try and talk it in, you know, turn it into a positive on my page where I have control. You know, I don't have control on their page, but I do on mine. So I can block, I can delete, I can do whatever I want on there. (laughs) That's my territory. That makes sense. Um, And so so your page is um, is, um, property, what's it called? Property management. Um, No, no, no. Let's talk about real estate. Oh, let's talk about real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And so why did you, why start that? Because that's a conversation with real estate agents. And I know you post questions into there all the time. Well, I mean, I guess... um, (laughs) It, it was for lots of different reasons. Um, you know, it, it kind of started off just with coaching clients and things like that, but then, you know, yeah. I, I kind of got more and more people in there. But I like other people being able to ask questions without, um, you know, fear of criticism or anything else either. So, you know, yeah. I always encourage people, if you've got a question, private message me, I will put it in because yeah. people can't help themselves. You know, people ask an innocent question, then you in real estate they don't know and then they get attacked. And it yeah. still happens in my group, unfortunately. And, and that's something it's very hard, you know. What is that about us as an industry? Why do we do that? I think it's everybody. But it's like, you know, are you for real? You're a real estate agent? You don't know that? You know, you don't know. They might be looking at getting into real estate. They might be in it a week, you know. Yeah. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Yeah. And so I, I give them, you know, the opportunity to be able to ask a question to me. I will post it to the group. And then sometimes, you know, I think it's going to go one way. I, I think that's my answer and and I'll stick by it and I'll say to them this is what I think it is and I said but however let's check with the group and somebody else will come up with a really good point and I'll go wow I never thought about it like that so for me it's been it's a bit of a social experiment as well you know that I kind of get to see other people's perspectives and things and as I said things that I I really believed I was so set in people have changed my mind or just opened it up to a different a different thing Um, so I like that about it you know I I like just um, and I like the fun as well you know like we're, we're so much stuffed shirts and you know I, I get um I, I get uh angry comments sometimes with things that I write in there or memes that I put in and it's all just good fun hearted and you know whatever um it's not meant to offend anybody and and I think this day and age you you know it's it's difficult not to offend somebody totally. um so I just think if I get a laugh out of it you know, I put it in there and it might offend somebody and I get somebody on the way out going, I thought I was really offended by that and I'm leaving your group. Okay, bye. 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 Sorry. <laughs> and so has it been good for business? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, people will will message me about, you know, the services that I offer and all that sort yeah. of thing. And in the same token, if I don't think that, that I can, uh, you know, 
suit them or, or, you know, my solution doesn't suit them, then I refer them to other people as well. So, yeah. you know, I like to be, um, you know, collaborate with with other people and other sure. agencies and other, other services. I promote other trainers in there. I promote other brands in there. I promote, you know, yeah. whatever. So, you know, it's not just about me, but then in the same token, I do like to put things about what I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> oh, how dare you? Lisa? I know. I mean, I know. Like- I know. <laughs> um, and how much time do you spend on it? Oh, gosh. I, that's a good question. Probably too much. But um, I, I try to just get in and, and you know, like I, I have it that I'm, I'm alerted when people put in a, a post so it doesn't automatically go in there. So that kind yeah. of saves me that I'm not, you know, trying to, you know, I, I sort of see anything that, that's not yeah. appropriate before it goes in, right? So yeah. that saves a lot of time because otherwise I was You're there going, oh, gosh, yeah, totally. yeah, or, or gosh oh, my, oh, my gosh, I better delete that or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I, yeah. I try and cut out, you know, as much of that as I can. Um, I do check sometimes just to make sure that there's nothing going on, you know, no fires and things like that. Generally, it's pretty good. Um, I mean, at least probably, I don't know, two or three hours a day. Um, yeah. you know and that's my own posts and videos and you know all that sort of stuff as well yeah. um, but you know the the rewards there for me you know it's it's sort of in real estate groups and things like that um, so yeah well you're targeting your um, you're targeting your client right yeah if you know, that's if right. you know where your client is exactly it's it's, it's another form of um, prospecting exactly and you know it's not like I'm I'm off in the you know Facebook cooking things or anything because I don't cook but you know like I'm not I'm not you don't go down the rabbit hole of um, no 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 I'm focused and and I'm getting better at that as well and that's something that I have I've I'm, I'm learning to perfect every day is is really um is that um tunnel vision of I'm at work I'm at work you know because I'm very much I can be very distracted you know there's a butterfly and you know especially working from home I'll just put the washing on and oh look the pool stopped and you know all of those sorts of things that you tend to do I'm getting a lot better to be focused when I'm at work and you know feel that I've I've worked hard for the day that I can switch off and I think that's been a big thing too not not saying that you know before I didn't feel that way I was I was switched on all the time um but you know it's it's like I realized I've got to have that downtime as well so I'm just getting a lot better at at you know um I guess getting the results in a shorter period of time being a lot more efficient about what I do um which has been a big thing for me as well there's a book in that too, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if ever you want to do a book, let me know. We can do one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I would I've just um I think it would actually be um a really good idea for me to do a compilation book with all of the people that have just bought into Lang and Simmons. Oh yeah. Share share their stories and then be able to share their stories with people that are joining Lang and Simmons. Absolutely. So I've just written that down and now I've put it out there. Um, yes. I'm gonna be in all kinds of trouble, aren't I? Yes. So, yeah, yeah well, that's I a will, Great idea. I will definitely talk to you about that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great Um, idea. Now, the name of this podcast is Courageous Conversations. Have, um, they can be with yourself or with somebody else. Can, if you, Uh can you think of a courageous conversation that you've had? Um, I think I have them all the time. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I guess when I'm scared about doing something, it's, come on, you know, suck it up, princess, you know, just do it anyway, you know. Um, I you must be from my generation. Suck it up, princess is something that I've said to myself for a very long time. Oh, no. It's and like, I don't think you know, can say it today, can you? Oh, probably not. 
<laughs> Probably not. No, but it's, I do, you know, like I think, oh, I'm a little bit nervous about doing that. Oh, shut up. You know, just do it. Stop it, you know. Um, so, you know, when fear creeps in, I really just do it anyway. And that's something, you know, I, as I said, my son's 13 and, and I say to him all the time, if, if there's just one thing, one gift that I could give you in my life would be to do what you love to do and don't worry about what other people say. You know, I said it's something that does come with age sometimes. You know, Absolutely. I got to like I think in my 40s and it was like who cares, you know, when, you, when you're younger and you're in your 20s and all that sort of thing, you're so worried about what other people think or like, you know, am I breaking the rules? Is this the right way to well, do it? And I, Yeah, I'm sure. I think that part of it is that you're not really sure what you should think yourself and so you don't know whether what you're doing is right or wrong and so you kind of do... Um, rely on input from other people a bit, right? Yes. Yeah, you're right. When I, yeah, when I got into my 40s, I couldn't care less. What oh, no, exactly. It's like, does it make me happy? Is it, you know, am I on the right path? Is it, is it leading to where I want to go? Um, then do it, you know. Um, so I think I, I have those conversations all the time all the time yeah. and, and I can't think of one specifically, specifically. I, guess, I guess you know leaving marriages and and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> they're courageous yeah, decisions very very hard yeah you know they're, they're ones where you know if if you're not happy then you know and and there's you know different different situations and different sure. relationships and all that sort of thing um but you know that that's probably you know two of the most um courageous that I'd had um but you know every and so day- how do you how do you be brave enough to make some of those really difficult conversations is it all around following your your path and what makes you happy is that really what it comes I down to remember when um it sounds like I've been married a million times but when I was in my first marriage twice, people it's just twice, <laughs> <That's right? laughs> it's only two put up your hand if you've been married more than twice anyway um <laughs> You know, it, it, I remember a girl said to me, because I was like, I just can't. I've got the office because at this point I had 14 staff. I had, you know, my, my business and, you know, I had all these things and my family and, you know, and, and my first husband's the nicest guy in the whole world. Like he's just the loveliest man ever. But we just grew apart, you know, and we still talk. And, and honestly, loveliest guy you would ever meet. And so I didn't want to break his heart. And... You know, I remember a girl said to me, she said, look, if I could snap my fingers and everything was taken care of, um, you know, he was okay, the business was okay, the staff were okay, you were okay, would you do it? And I said, yeah, I would, you know, and she said, okay, mm. well, we just need to focus on that end result, you know, so that was that was kind of it. And I was like, it's, it's really good advice. Everyone. It gives you the, yeah, really makes, brings everything into clear focus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that was, that was, um, that was that. And so, you know, yeah, he's happy, I'm happier and, and it all worked out well. It so. <laughs> all worked out well. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you want that as your end outcome. How yes. can you go wrong, right? Exactly. And it was, you know, like no matter what happens, we stay friends. That was the yeah. outcome the whole the way through. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. interesting. It's those hard. Um, one of the questions that I ask um people in the induction session that I do for Lang and Simmons is tell me something that's made you proud. Not about your partner, not about your children, something that you've done to make you proud. And what strikes me is two things. Firstly, there's a lot of people who can't think of anything that they're proud of which yeah. is a worry. And secondly, the things that people um, are proud of are really hard. There's yeah. stuff that they've really had to struggle for, work for, have been frightened of. Um, and I think it's the people that aren't prepared to push themselves outside of their comfort zone that don't get those moments of pride and those things that they're proud of. 
Exactly. No, I agree. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to be on my deathbed going, I wish I'd have done that. You know, I yeah. never tried or whatever. I want to be there going, woohoo, you know. Yeah, that's right. I, I did everything. Coming in I, hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, skidding in there. You know, like Absolutely. I do, I, I want to be going, you know, I, I gave everything the best shot that I could and, you know, and had fun along the way, you know. Yeah. So I, you know, it, would I have regrets? I don't think so because everything that I've done has made me the person that I am and all the experiences that I've had. And, you know, I've been lucky to travel and and do a lot of those things and business things that I've done. So, you know, it gives you a lot more perspectives on things to to not judge people as well because, you know, different things that you've achieved and different things you've seen and different, you know, people that you've met, um, you know, I I think it just gives you much more, you know, much more bigger perspective on the real world. It's not just a little bubble that everything's perfect because the world's not like that, you know. No, sadly not. And from my experience, you tend to regret the things you don't do more than the things that you do do, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. you just got to jump in sometimes and just do it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So if there's one message if we um, before we finish, if there's one message that you could share with people, what would it be? I think what I said to my son, you know, to just don't care what people think, you yeah. know, just the people that, that matter to you, yes, um, but, you know, the haters and, and all of that sort of thing, just jump in and give things a go and, you know, you, you never know where that jumping is going to lead to something else. You know, you jump and then you find something else, you know, you, yeah, you, catch, on, right. you catch something else and you go that way instead. Um, you know, you just never know the opportunities and especially being online, you don't know who's going to see you do something and where that's going to lead you know it could be anything it could be relationships it could be business opportunities it could be moving to a different you know country it could be all sorts of different things that you know that that the world is a big place and if you get out there in the world there's there's so many more opportunities than where you are right now right now yeah have a crack yeah, exactly. Let's have a crack. Get out there. Suck it up, princess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Awesome <laughs> advice. Well, it's just been a delight to catch up with you and learn more about your story. So thank you so much for taking the time. You too. You too. Thank you very right. much. I'll thank see you, you in Queensland soon, I hope. Absolutely. hope so. <laughs>